everyone. Welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, here with your horoscope for the week of February 14th through February 20th, 2021. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to know that you survived last week's Aquarius superstellium. What a wild ride that was. Hmm? I mean, it was fine. It was whatever. It was cool, right? For those of you who are new to the Misguided Podcast, welcome. This is another edition of a weekly horoscope series that comes out every Sunday or occasionally Monday, depending on if I have my shit together. These horoscopes are written for your rising sign, which is different than your sun sign. But if you don't know your rising sign, uh, the sun sign will still be able to give you something. It uh, won't be completely useless, so check that out. Also, if you leave us a review on iTunes or share our podcast with friends, let us know and we'll send you an in-depth birth chart report. Email us at misguided, and that is M-I-S-S guidedastrology at gmail.com, or slide into the DMs on Insta. We are misguidedastrology there. Keep us posted. If you do reach out, the information we will need is birth date, time, and location so that we can give you the most accurate birth chart report that we can. Also, also, follow us on Insta for updates on the podcast and for your individual birthday astrology. I've been putting out what your birth date says about you little videos on TikTok, and I've been uploading them on IG. But anyway, enough with the dumb promo stuff. There is never a dull moment in astrology, and this week is no different. Um, but have no fear. I have been sky spying for you and do have a full report to provide. Scientifically speaking, it goes a little something like this. The week starts off pretty cute, but then it gets weird. And then gets different weird, but in a good way. And then it ends in a toss-up. What does this mean for you? More on that in a few minutes. There are two things I want to touch on before we get into your individual scope. Uh, the Tuesday-Wednesday Uranus-Saturn square, this aspect has a known association for acts of rebellion that don't quite go according to plan. It is a collision of old-school versus new-school trains of thought. So uh, the anti-capitalist in me has fingers crossed for a disruption of status quo, uh, but I should be careful what I ask for because these transits are notoriously messy. There are some implications for what the, this particular transit means for you on an individual level, so I do touch on that at the beginning of your horoscope. I brought it up this week just because they do happen to form the exact square this week, but these planets are both representing forces within your life that are more chronic than acute, so more long-term than short-term, and it are more of an underlying theme in your life for this period. I try to speak of them as broadly as possible because there really is no way to know exactly how you are impacted. This is sky spying. They are broad notions, not minute details. So all I have to say is don't be afraid of what challenges you. It's what gives you character and makes you interesting. And I'm not talking about your inability to pronounce sea anemone, okay? It's been done. On that note, it's Valentine's Day. That is all. This is your weekly horoscope. Aries. Last week, we covered your crowded 11th house of goals, groups, aspirations, and networks. We discussed that this is an area of heavy focus for you right now. This is where a lot of the action is happening. What we did not discuss, however, is the driving tension coming in from the second house of finances and self-worth, and general material resources as well. There is a disharmony between these two houses for you right now. The second house is instigating the 11th house matters. This could manifest in a million ways, but a few examples. Your talent scares people, and no one wants to be your friend. 
You can't convince anyone to come to your house because it's haunted. This is preventing you from forming a dinner party quarantine bubble. Or you don't have enough money to buy the friends that you want. These are all loosely formed manifestations of how the second house could be impacting your 11th house. I'm sure that none of these examples resonate with you, though. But no matter what the tension does look like for you, relief comes Thursday when the sun shifts into a new house. But more on that in just a few minutes. <laughs> Starting off the week, Sunday looks good. We may all have a bit of a lazy start in the a.m. with the moon void of course, but the rest of the day looks to promise social stimulation. We may get a little break from the effects of the Mercury retrograde with this Mercury-Jupiter conjunction, which is typically a lucky aspect, sometimes an indication that good news may arrive, and more broadly an indication that social interactions overall will be pleasant and positive. But things do tend to manifest atypically during retrogrades, especially Mercury retrogrades, so anticipate that these interactions may have an interesting and unusual flavor about them. It looks like whatever the day does have in store for you, it will be hitting you right in the first house of self and self-image, a home for ego or self-esteem. So hopefully something sweet happens that soothes you and leaves you feeling boosted. The last time Mercury and Jupiter conjuncted in Aquarius was January 11th, so there is a possibility that activities taking place today are in some way connected to or are a continuation of events happening around that time. But this 11th house concentration does begin to break up this week. Thursday, the sun moves into Pisces, your 12th house of self-growth and self-undoing. This is an introspective time where you take space and spend time with yourself. Over the course of the next month, while sun will be residing in Pisces, this is a subtle shift. The effects of this transit aren't necessarily glaring. Overall, though, you can expect to uncover what has been dragging you down so that you can release it. 12th house transits may mean that you are lower energy than usual, which is hard for an Aries to stomach, so do have patience and understand that this is a time for you to regenerate and recharge your batteries. You are at the end of a cycle now and need to close out the chapter, tie up the loose ends. Uh, integrate into your life everything you've experienced over the course of the last year so that you can move forward as an upgraded version of yourself. A 2.0, a 10.0, 10 toes, whatever you want. Your energy will return with gusto when a new chapter begins as the sun enters your first house following month. End of the week, Venus and Mars are square dancing with each other, which for you could indicate seeing action in matters of your personal resources like money, or other material belongings, and or communications with those in your immediate vicinity. There is something combustive about a Venus-Mars square, something cataclysmic, really kicking something off. Oh, and um, other good news. Mercury stations direct again on Saturday, so we will begin to pull out of the complicated Mercury retrograde then, um, but we will be in the shadow period, as they call it, until March 13th. So we're not out of the woods yet, but we are on our way. Alrighty, Aries, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning into the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I will be seeing you next Sunday.